Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to another edition of the Olympics featuring Christian from the Friday night panel. And uh, what are we talking about today other than the Olympics? Is there any boxing news, uh, Christian? Uh, well, no specific announcements regarding the boxing tournament itself at the Olympics. However, following up on a story about the Olympics in general that we've been covering over the last little while with the uh, announcement from the IOC that we weren't going to have any outside uh, fans, any foreign fans in Japan, the question has been raised since then, what happens to all the many, many people who have already paid their good money for these tickets? So many fans living out, yeah, many fans living outside Japan bought tickets already, as we know from uh, authorized ticket brokers. Now we're not going to deal with the ridiculousness that is scalpers and people who have already taken tickets and have sold them for massively inflated prices or any of that stuff, because that's always a, a shady corner of sports, and we know that. But we're talking about authorized ticket resellers here. Um, they're not going to be getting full refunds uh, and what refunds they do get, they may have to wait a long time for if they get anything at all. So the question of refunds came into play about a week ago now when the local organizers, as well as the Japanese government decided to officially to bar fans from abroad because of the pandemic. Now this is something we cover on the show before, if you're looking for more information on that. Now there are dozens of authorized ticket resellers and they're typically appointed by the national Olympic committees and are allowed, they're allowed to charge anywhere up to 20% uh, handling fees for tickets. So for example, if you spend you know, $2,000 US on tickets, that reseller can uh, charge you up to $2,400 for those tickets. CoSport, who's the authorized ticket reseller for the United States and other territories and countries, said in a letter over the weekend to its hold to its ticket holders that it would not refund handling fees. It said it would refund the face value of tickets and um, as well as the shipping fees, but not handling fees. The letter was signed by uh, CoSport President Robert F. Long and said, CoSport and other Olympic entities encourage the Japanese government and organizers to refund all costs incurred by international spectators. So they're trying to pass the buck to the Japanese government on this one. Naturally, Tokyo organizers have said that they would refund face value of tickets, but are not responsible for added charges. They have said that they will not cover extra fees imposed by authorized ticket resellers or cancellation fees for hotels or flights in the Tokyo area. Uh, the New Jersey-based CoSport added that it would not re even receive the funds from the organizers until sometime third quarter of this year. So that puts us sometime mid to late summer before CoSport's going to be able to start issuing uh, refunds, what refunds that they do intend to actually uh, put out at that point in time. And so they wouldn't be able to start paying anything till third quarter. Uh, now they've also asked their purchasers to apply for those refunds though, knowing that they're not coming till summer immediately uh, and set a deadline uh, as of April the 9th. So coming up very quickly, if you do have Olympic tickets that you have not requested a refund for uh, in order to submit the documents to get a refund. They said that failure to meet the deadline will jeopardize your refund, saying that we realize that this is a quick turnaround. However, it is based on the deadline we must meet to apply for a refund on your behalf. Now, in addition to applying to refund, in addition, by applying to refund, customers may, in effect, if they get into the small print here, be releasing CoSport from any further claims. This would keep ticket holders from taking further legal action, such as a class action or a lawsuit or something like that, against the company. Records show that uh, CoSport, which also operates as Jet Set Sports, 
received two loans of $784,900 in coronavirus-related uh, loan program uh, benefits run by the Small Business Association, one of which uh, in April of last year and one this uh, January, totaling a loan of uh, $1.569 million. So the future of CoSport and all resellers at this point now, so it's not like they have the money and they're just hanging on to it. These guys are in a bit of trouble themselves and they're waiting for money from Tokyo. And at this point, they're saying, we're not going to refund any of that extra money either. So these guys are a bit up in the air right now, but they're not the only ones. Uh, the future of CoSport as well as all authorized ticket resellers has kind of been thrown into question with the Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba slated to take over Olympic ticket sales starting with the 20, 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. So all these guys are in big trouble when someone that size decides, no, we're going to take over the actual official ticket sales. So we'll see how many of these guys survive into uh, Paris 2024. This hasn't been the case right around the world. Uh, Carton Tours, which is the reseller for most of the Caribbean and Latin America, they so far have not indicated on their website how it would handle refunds or when, but said it would work to obtain all eligible and applicable refunds. Team Great Britain, uh, which is handling sales in Britain, indicated on its website that it would give full refunds, uh, stating that if you bought travel a travel package or packages through us, they are protected by our COVID-19 guarantee and are, we are offering 100% refund, the group said. So good news if you bought your tickets in the UK. Tokyo organizers have said about 600,000 Olympic tickets have been sold to people outside Japan, with Japanese residents snapping up about 4.5 million of those uh, tickets domestically. Now we'll see, obviously, how many of those 4.5 are actually going to get used once the games roll around, because as we heard in weeks uh and I'm uh, sorry, in episodes passed over the last week, that there's a bit of pushback locally about the game. So, and people who have, do have tickets in Japan have decided that they're, they're going to, uh, they're not going to bother at this point unless something drastically changes in the, uh, in their pandemic numbers between now and July. But that's the latest out of the IOC and what's going on with the actual games themselves. Now, the second story I wanted to cover today with you, Graham, is uh, for all these Olympic athletes who are making it to the games, you know, what's the goal? Obviously, we're talking gold medals here, right? That that that's our goal, and you know, along with that gold medal comes your moment. It's your podium moment. Medal on. We stand there, and we listen to national anthem. The listen, you get to hear the national anthem. Well, that is unless you happen to be a Brazilian fighter fighting in the Strandia tournament, where they just didn't bother having your national anthem on hand when you took a gold. But enough about Beatrice Ferreira. We'll we'll I'm sure we'll see more of her at the Olympics themselves. But she's not the only one with this problem right now. Russia's Olympic Committee on uh, this past Thursday said it wanted to play music by composer Tchaikovsky at this year's Tokyo Olympics instead of its national anthem. Now, this is not just because they've decided they're tired of the national anthem. Their national anthem is currently banned for, from major sporting events due to doping offenses. Okay, so yeah, so Russian athletes are barred from competing at major international events, including the Olympics, under the country's flag with their national anthem until 2022. Now, this is following a court ruling last year. So the ban sought to punish Moscow for providing global anti-doping authorities with doctored laboratory data that could have helped identify drug cheats. Uh, Stanislav Podznikov, 
president of Russia's Olympic Committee, again, I always apologize about the pronunciation on these things, told reporters that uh, they had discussed using a fragment of Tchaikovsky's music with the International Olympic Committee. I believe it's from his first piano concerto, the piece they're looking to use. Uh, he was quoted saying, Tchaikovsky is a Russian composer. He has a direct association with our homeland, but his work is part of the world's musical heritage. Now, Podznikov said, we really hope that the IOC will accept our proposal soon. You know, they're trying to make plans just like everyone else. The Swiss-based Court of uh, Arbitration for Sport earlier this month had turned down a Russian request to play a patriotic folk song uh, called Katyusha, Katyusha, K-A-T-Y-U-S-H-A, for those who can pronounce it better than, better than I, uh, which gained prominence during the Second World War instead of its anthem then. Uh, it being known kind of as an, un this was turned down because it was kind of known as an unofficial Russian anthem, but still a Russian anthem. So that's why I said you can't have that. Uh, many Russian athletes were sidelined from the past two Olympics, and uh, the country deprived of its flag at the 2018 Pyeongchang Winter Games as punishment for what was called state-sponsored doping at the 2014 Sochi Winter Games in southern Russia. Now, Russia, which has in the past acknowledged what they call some shortcomings in its implementation of anti-doping policies, denies running a state-sponsored doping program, as you would. Um, so as it sits, Russian, uh, the Russian team must compete under a neutral flag at Tokyo 2020, as well as at Beijing 2022, like 2020 always in quotations. Um, athletes from the country are not going to, will not take part as Russia in the Olympics or Paralympics or world championships between that period. The Russian Olympic Committee executive, uh, the executive committee was also presented recently with the kit, which will be worn by uh, athletes at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic games. So on clothing, uh, clothing equipment, all Russian flags must be replaced by the ROC, which is the Russian Olympic Committee emblem. While any uniform that features the wording, the Russian Olympic Committee, must either remove the words or replace them with the acronym ROC. Okay, if there are if there are any cases where for whatever reason it's not possible to remove the wording, the Russian Olympic Committee, the wording neutral athlete must be included in equal prominence on the uh, on the kit as well as on the kit itself as well as all equipment. So. We'll see. So we might be hearing some Tchaikovsky at the end of uh, at these games, as opposed to their normal national anthem. But uh, they have not weighed in as to whether or not they're going to allow them to do that just yet. But that's what we've got from the world of the Olympics for today, Graham. Uh, just a quick question: uh, Are there any uh, prominent Russian boxers that uh, are not? Doping they've been doing well. Yeah, I mean, well. I mean, yeah, Russia typically does very well at these, and they've been uh, they've been bringing home gold medals in the last few tournaments. Uh, like most, we're going to be waiting to see uh, how they do in the uh, European qualifier, and uh, before we actually get an idea what that card's going to look like. But traditionally, you know, we will we will see Russian fighters at these at these games, hmm. or I should say, we will see neutral fighters fighting for the <laughs> Russian Olympic Committee at these games, right? All right. Well, thanks very much for that comprehensive uh, report on uh, the Olympics today. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, just as a follow-up to that, anybody caught doping from this point forward, given the sophisticated testing methods, will be banned from competing. Uh, regardless well, that was the issue with Sochi. It wasn't so much that it was the doping itself. It was 
they were worried that they were having doctored test results. So the issue was not only just the athletes, the athletes, trainers, coaches abusing the system. It was the actual system themselves when they were providing uh, doctored lab results. So at, at, at all levels, there was problems going on here. And that's that's one of the reasons why uh, the Russians are in a bit of trouble or have been over the last few years. And they're just coming kind of the end of that through 2022. So we can expect to start hearing the Russian national anthem and seeing flags again that, uh, at Paris 2024, barring any uh, slip-ups on their behalf between now and then. I just couldn't see those Russians cheating. What's going on in the world today? What? All right. <laughs> Thanks very much, Christian. Appreciate it. Thanks, Big T, for your you comments. Almost, you almost made Big T spit out his tea there. <laughs> Can't see the Russians cheating. Come on. Right on. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, Christian. Thank you.